three, two, one. Hang on, what's going on? Why are we in suits? Oh, it's time for the awards show. Hello and welcome back to another very special edition of the Texas Private School Podcast, the second annual award show. As we mention all the time, this is one of the favorite things we get to do, and we are so excited to present this to you after an immense amount of work by all three of us, even more so than the last year. I guess I should introduce myself. I, as always, am one-third of your hosting crew, Wes Tolleson. I join you from College Station, Texas, where Walker Lott joins you from as well. Ryan Schroeder comes in from Stillwater, Oklahoma, and we are just so proud to be able to bring this to you. Walker, I'm I just can't believe we're finally to this point. What do you think about finally getting here and being able to present the award winners for all of private school? I mean, it's a long process. I mean, it's, it's the, one of the most exciting things I do that we do. It's, it's, it's a great time of the year. And, you know, it's a culmination of all the hard work of all these kids and putting it on display for all of y'all to award some of these guys. And not just some of these guys, 79 people will be awarded here today for their efforts. And that's almost double from last year. So we put a lot of effort into making sure we get the guys right. Um, but it's an exciting time, man. I love it. I know we all love to do this. I mean, right around the same time last year. for So double the names, same time. So good on us for doing this during college. No, we really, we grinded it out. We got all of it done. You can tell just kind of the, the pure elation from all of us. We're very happy to be able to present this to you. It's our favorite thing that we do every year outside of probably being able to actually give you the physical awards themselves. Ryan, the day is finally here. What do you think about the Texas Private School Podcast second inaugural or annual award show being here on display? Yeah, no, last year, this was kind of like, I remembered it just all of us coming together, trying to do what we could. And we didn't have a full season last year. And we didn't get to go to a lot of games last year and see in person. But I think this is the first full year where we've gone. We've saw everything from week one and we've been at games at week one and been at games all the way through the championship. And we've gone through everything. And we basically covered every last bit of Texas private school football. So I would feel that we do have an idea of, you know, what's going on and i'm super excited I, I feel like i'm more knowledgeable this year um than last year and i think that's definitely something that's going to come year in year out uh with new guys but this was a ton of fun uh going through lots of uh nights on calls and all that kind of stuff and you know everything from semifinalists now all the way to the um actual winners you know it's a long process but when you want to get it right you you put in the hours for it and i think we've done very well here Without question, you know, I, I am a broken record, but it brings us all a lot of joy to be able to do this. It's a huge time commitment, but it is 100% worth it when you look back at it and you see the recognition we get to give these kids. It's, it's incredibly exciting, and we are very, very fortunate to have the opportunity to do it. That being said, I want to thank everyone that sponsored the award show. Um, I've mentioned before, this does not get done without your help and your commitment, and I cannot express how grateful I am for anyone that felt obligated to contribute so from all of us thank you this does not happen without you and before we get into this i just want to clarify something some of you might be confused as to why some players didn't get certain awards 
essentially it boils down to you can only win one award, excluding the hard award. But the MVP cannot also then win the award for their position. If you win MVP or Offensive Player of the Year or Defensive Player of the Year, that's your award. So I just wanted to clarify, you might be confused as to why some of those guys are not the individual award winners for their positions. That is why MVP, OPOY, and DPOY are singular awards. You're not, you're then not eligible to be your own position. So just wanted to clarify all that. So with all of the formalities out of the way, let's actually get into the award show. And we are going to begin, as we always do, with the all private school list. So we will start with the all-private school first team, starting with the offense. At quarterback, Brady Dever from Fort Bend Christian. At running back, Andrew Paul from Parish Episcopal. At running back, Isaiah Schmitty from Bishop Lynch. A wide receiver, Cameron Price from Houston St. Thomas. A wide receiver, Zeke Long from McKinney Christian. And a wide receiver, Dylan Bell from Houston Kincaid. Tight end, Braden Flowers from San Antonio Central Catholic. All-purpose, sees Silas Gomez from San Antonio Central Catholic. DeAndre Marshall, at offensive lineman for San Antonio Central Catholic. At offensive lineman, Ben Rios for San Antonio Central Catholic. At offensive lineman, Caden Kittler from Plano John Paul II. At offensive lineman, Hayden Weber from Parish Episcopal. The last offensive lineman is Colby Gorman from the Woodlands Christian Academy. And the kicker is Will Stone from Austin Regents. That is your all-private school first-team offense. Switching sides of the ball, we see the all-private school first-team defense. At defensive lineman, you see Enau Etta from Covenant Christian. At defensive lineman, Trey Williams from Parish Episcopal. At defensive lineman, Chase Kennedy from Episcopal School of Dallas. At defensive lineman, Curly Thomas from Fort Worth Nolan Catholic. Looking at linebackers, there's Jackson Berry from Dallas Christian, Carson Hentz from Houston St. Pius, Keegan Addison from Dallas Parish Episcopal, and rounding out the linebackers, Brody Dixon from Midland Christian. Switching to defensive backs, you have Tanner Carlisle from Midland Christian, Gabriel Grubbs from Dallas Christian, Everett Skillern from Houston Second Baptist, Tyson Flowers from Fort Worth Southwest Christian, and rounding out the defensive backs is Daniel Demery from Parish Episcopal. Rounding out the list, the punter is Sam Stone from Austin St. Michael's. So that is your all-private school first-team offense and first-team defense. Walker, would you like to introduce the all-private school second team? Absolutely, and we're going to start it off with the offense, led by River Rodriguez, a quarterback from Bidling Christian. Running back goes to Eli Smith from Houston Second Baptist. The other running back position goes to Jaleel Brown from Dallas Christian. Going to the wide receivers, you have Joel Hutchins from Lutheran South, Ricky Gonzalez from Antonian Prep, and Brian Domino from Fort Bend Christian. Moving to the tight end, you have Simone Davis from Nolan Catholic. Going to the all-purpose position, you have Brant Alfinger from Fort Worth All Saints. You have Nick Dore from Dallas Christian, Aiden Gilmore from Parish Episcopal, Jace Lowe from Fort Worth All Saints, uh, Merritt Dorman Pardue from Fort Worth Southwest Christian, and Carter Daly from Fort Worth Country Day. Kicker, you have Troop O'Neill from Prestonwood Christian. Going to the all-private school second team defense, you have Caleb James from Fort Worth Nolan Catholic, Drew Verduras from Fort Worth Southwest Christian, Webster Walls, Dallas Bishop Lynch, and Gamble Reed from the John Cooper School. Going to the linebackers, you have Cooper Malin from Parish Episcopal, 
Alex LaSalle from Houston Kincaid, Kyle Cormongan from Second Baptist, and Zach Anthony and TCS Lubbock. Going to the defensive backs, you have DJ Johnson from Fort Worth All Saints, Derek Felder from the Woodlands Christian Academy, Micah Bell from Houston Kincaid, Jackson Owen from Cypress Christian, and Will Young from the John Cooper School. And rounding the second team off, the punter, you have Jackson Burnett from TCS Lubbock. And Ryan, would you like to debut our all-private school honorable mention team? Yes, in your all-private school honorable mentionable offense, you have the quarterback, Jake Wright from Houston St. Thomas, uh, running back uh, Marcus Ramon Edwards from TCS Lubbock, the other running back, Antoine Polk from Fort Worth Southwest Christian, wide receiver, you have Connor Duffy from St. Mark's, other wide receiver, you have Blake Youngblood from Dallas Parish Episcopal. From other wide receiver, you have Nathan Stafford from Prestonwood Christian. And at tight end, we have Jordan Green from Fort Worth Christian. And for the all-purpose, you have Levi Hancock from Brazos Christian. At O-line, you have Ryan Ainsworth from ESD. Another O-line, you have Alessandro Cayardi from Bullard Brookhill. Other O-lineman, you have Ty Short from Antonio Prep. Another O-lineman, you have Jacob Morin from Cypress Christian. On another O-line, you have Josh Cobb from Midland Christian. And at kicker, you have Adam Atwell from Bay Area Christian. For the all-private school honorable mission defense, you have Bo Edwards from Episcopal. You have uh, a defensive line, Amir Ali from San Antonio Holy Cross. Another defensive line, Austin Courtney from Second Baptist. And the last defensive line, Ja Griffin from Austin St. Michael's. At linebacker, you have Luke Anderson from Fort Worth Christian. You have Luke McGarry from Plano Prestonwood. At another linebacker, you have Felipe Tristan from Bullard Brookhill. You have uh, rounding out the linebackers, you have Griffin Fisk from Cypress Christian. At the defensive back position, we have Ethan McMinn from Houston St. Pius. And next, we have Carter Stoudemire from Prestonwood Christian. We have Gerald Lacey from Fourth Nolan Catholic. We have Christian Wells from Covenant Christian. And rounding out the defensive backs, we have Noah Bodeker from Shiner St. Paul. And the all-private school honorable mention defense, including the punter, Sam Girat from Antonian Prep. And that will conclude our all-private school teams. Now we are going to get into the individual awards. And Walker, why don't you kick us off with Division One? Looking at TAPS Division now, we're going to start off with Coach of the Year. And here are the nominees. And TAPS Division One Coach of the Year goes to Daniel Novikov from Parish Episcopal. I mean, who else could it be, man? Three Pete there coaching uh, Dallas Parish Episcopal and takes the wire-to-wire favorites to the state championship again. Um, and really, there's no really competition throughout the season. His team was dominant through week in and week out, and you had to come out impressed with that squad. And you know he's looking forward to that next year. Going into the newcomer for TAPS Division One, here are the nominees.
And the winner of TAPS Division One Newcomer of the Year goes to Sawyer Anderson from Parish Episcopal. After having numerous expectations placed upon his shoulders, the incoming freshman took the reins of TAPS Division One's most prolific offense and led it to a state championship. I'm excited to see him grow in the future. Going into the TAPS Division One Underclassman of the Year, here are the nominees. The TAPS Division I Underclassman of the Year goes to Johan Cardenas from Houston St. Thomas. The sophomore rushes for almost 1,000 yards on the ground and also has a lot of receiving yards as well. He helped lead that prolific Houston St. Thomas offense on the running game and excited to see him go forward in the next couple of years. Looking at the TAPS Division I Quarterback of the Year, here are the nominees. And the winner of the TAPS Division I Quarterback of the Year goes to Jake Wright from Houston St. Thomas. I mean, St. Thomas has another elite quarterback there, and the Gunslinger puts up absolute video game-type numbers and one of the most impressive quarterback seasons you will ever see down there in Houston. Very, very impressive. Going to the running back of the year, here are the nominees. For the TAPS Division I running back of the year, it goes to Isaiah Schmitke from Dallas Bishop Lynch, the unquestioned leader of that Friar offense. He led the squad all year, uh, as well as an upset to Houston St. Thomas and a Final Four appearance for Dallas Bishop Lynch. Very, very good job for him this year. Looking at the TAPS Division I receiver of the year, here are the nominees. The TAPS Division I Receiver of the Year goes to Cameron Price from Houston St. Thomas. The Eagles standout caught everything thrown his way this year. For over 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns, he is now going to head and play his collegiate football at Yale University. Going, Looking into the defensive side of the ball now, we have the defensive back of the year, and here are the nominees. The 
And the winner of the defensive back of the year for TAPS Division One goes to Tanner Carlisle for Midland Christian. An absolute stud on the defensive side of the ball. The senior did everything defensively for the Mustangs and simply had a nose for the football and helped that team all the way to the state championship. Looking at the linebacker of the year, here are the nominees. And the TAPS Division I Linebacker of the Year goes to Keegan Addison from Parish Episcopal. With over 170 tackles and 10 tackles for loss, it was no question this had to be given to the state champion from Parish. Looking at Offensive Lineman of the Year now, here are the nominees. And the winner of the TAPS Division I Offensive Line of the Year goes to Ben Rios from San Antonio Central Catholic. The UTSA commit from Central Catholic was dominant all year and really helped the Central team reach his potential on offensively and the defensive side of the ball as well. He was an Army All-American, of course, and also his co-partner, DeAndre Marshall, was also. So congratulations to Ben Rios. Looking at the Defensive Lineman of the Year, here are the nominees. And the winner of the TAPS Division I Defensive Lineman of the Year goes to Trey Williams from Parish Episcopal. The Panther defensive lineman had 130 tackles and 24 tackles for loss while absolutely dominating everyone he's faced. And you can see that through the offers he has give, received this offseason. So very, very excited to see him next year. Looking at the last position, the special teams position, we're looking at the special teams player of the year for TAPS Division I. And here are the nominees. The winner of the Special Teams Player of the Year for TAPS Division One goes to Trooper Neal from Plano Prestonwood. The Prestonwood Christian kicker was money the whole season from extra points, earning him a spot on the TAPS Division One awards list. Going to the bigger awards, we have Offensive Player of the Year for TAPS Division One, and here are the nominees. For TAPS Division I Offensive Player of the Year, the winner is River Rodriguez from Midland Christian. Tough as nails and a solid as stone, the Mustang captain led his squad to a Division I title berth 
with his arms and legs with over 3,000 total yards. Going to the defensive side of the ball, we have the Tabs Division I Defensive Player of the Year, and here are your nominees. And the winner of the TAPS Division I Defensive Player of the Year goes to Curly Thomas from Nolan Catholic. The Cal Commit had 24 tackles for loss and 15 sacks on the season. Reigning tear on backfields through district and non-district. Very, very impressive player, and we're going to be happy to watch him when in the Pac-12 next year for Cal. Going to the bigger award now, I mean, the big daddy of them all for TAPS Division I, we have the most valuable player, and here are the nominees. Taps Division One MVP goes to Andrew Paul from Dallas Parish Episcopal. I mean, it was a no-brainer for all of us. The Georgia commit had a monster year and set himself apart from the pack clearly to establish himself as the best player in the Taps Division One. Very, very excited uh, to see how he does at Georgia. Now, the the original award we have this year is called the Hard Award, and as someone who kind of gives their all for their team, and you know. They never quit. They do whatever that needs to be done and just a leader on their team. And for this year, our winner is River Rodriguez from Midland Christian. I mean, for all three of us, after watching the Taps Division One game and the state title game, that man just, just did whatever he could to bring his team to a win. Ultimately, that was not the case. But you never saw that kid quit from the first whistle to the last. If you just watch that kid, it makes sense. Gutsy as they come and never quit. And that's how I would describe himself. So congratulations, River Rodriguez. And that will round out our Division One Private School Podcast Award. So congratulations to all the award winners in TAPS Division One. And now we get into the Division Two Texas Private School Podcast Award, starting with Coach of the Year. And here are your nominees. And the Texas Private School Podcast Coach of the Year is Mike Wheeler from Dallas Christian. The Taps legend captures his first title since 2008 in dominant fashion, including a knockoff of a trio of Division I squads. Congratulations to Coach Wheeler and Dallas Christian. Now we look at Newcomer of the Year, and here are your nominees.
And the winner of the Texas Private School Podcast Newcomer of the Year is Jaleel Brown from Dallas Christian. 1,800 yards and 27 touchdowns. Jaleel Brown ran all over everyone in D2 and right into a state championship. Congratulations, Jaleel Brown. Going to underclassmen of the year, here are your nominees. And the winner is Luke Carney from Dallas Christian. Another piece of this stellar 2025 quarterback class, the young buck took control of the charge with a steady hand and was a key contributor to the state championship title run. Congratulations to Luke Carney. And now we look at the Texas Private School Podcast Quarterback of the Year. Here are your nominees. The Texas Private School Podcast Quarterback of the Year in Division II is Drew Dickey of Austin Regents. The Vanderbilt commit completes an unblemished district season and accounts for almost 3,000 yards and 50 total touchdowns. Congratulations, Drew Dickey. Going into Running Back of the Year, here are your nominees. And the Texas Private School Podcast Running Back of the Year is Eli Smith from Houston Second Baptist. The Villanova commit gets 1,800 yards on the ground and 28 touchdowns for his Final Four Eagle squad. Congratulations to Eli Smith. Going into the Texas Private School Podcast Receiver of the Year, here are your nominees. And the Texas Private School Podcast Receiver of the Year is Zeke Long from McKinney Christian Academy. Amassing 1,400 yards and 22 touchdowns, the MCA senior closed out his career with a bang. Congratulations, Zeke Long. Going into Defensive Back of the Year, here are your nominees. The winner of Defensive Back of the Year is Tyson Flowers from Fort Worth Southwest Christian. 
The senior from SCS was absolutely locked down this season with eight interceptions and three defensive touchdowns, an absolutely monster effort from Tyson Flowers. Congratulations, the defensive back of the year. Transitioning to linebacker of the year, here are your nominees. And the winner of linebacker of the year is Kyle Cole Morgan from Houston second Baptist. The second Baptist linebacker was the anchor for this Eagles front seven, leading them to a final four berth after having a amazing season on the defensive end. Congratulations, Kyle Cole Morgan. Transitioning to offensive lineman of the year. Here are your nominees. And the winner of Offensive Lineman of the Year, Colby Gorman from the Woodlands Christian Academy. You know, he paved the way for a 1,300-yard rusher in Rorick Hawkins and submitted himself undoubtedly as the best in the league. Congratulations, Colby Gorman. Looking at Defensive Lineman of the Year, here are your nominees. In the Texas Private School Podcast Defensive Lineman of the Year, Drew Verduras from Fort Worth Southwest Christian. With 11 sacks, 21 quarterback hurries, and 22 and a half tackles for loss, the first-team All-State player has played varsity all four years and ended his high school career on a great note. Congratulations, Drew Verduras. The Texas Private School Podcast Special Team Player of the Year, here are your nominees. And the winner of Special Teams Player of the Year, Will Stone from Austin Regents. The Texas commit is unquestionably the best in taps, and he proved it the entire season with a stellar outing. Congratulations to Will Stone. Now looking at the higher caliber awards, we start with the Texas Private School Podcast Offensive Player of the Year. Here are your nominees. Texas Private School Podcast Offensive Player of the Year, Brady Dever from Fort Bend Christian Academy. 
with 4,000 yards and 62 touchdowns. Dever was the best quarterback in the state this year and led this high-profile Eagle offense to a deep playoff run. Congratulations to Brady Dever. Now looking at Defensive Player of the Year, here are your nominees. In the Texas Private School Podcast Defensive Player of the Year, Jackson Berry from Dallas Christian. The Charger linebacker racked up 125 tackles and 22 tackles for loss with a dominant effort for a dominant defense. Congratulations to Jackson Berry. And finally, without further ado, the TAPS Division II Most Valuable Player. Here are your nominees. And the winner of the TAPS Division II Most Valuable Player, Gabriel Grubbs from Dallas Christian. The Marshall commit took over this Chargers team this year with 154 tackles and 34 tackles for loss and disrupted every offense he faced en route to a state championship. Congratulations, Gabriel Grubbs. Rounding out Division II with the Hart Award, who else but Everett Skillern from Second Baptist. You know, Skillern was the epitome of effort on the field this year for the Eagles, including being the emotional leader for the Second Baptist squad. Every game that I was at that he was involved in, you could tell he was the heart and soul of this Eagles team, and he had to be the award winner here. Congratulations, Everett Skillern. And that will actually round out Division Two for us. So now we move on to Taps Division Three, where Ryan will intro all of the awards. Hey everyone, I just wanted to chime in and talk about a great sponsor we have here for the Football Awards Show by Texas Private School Podcast, Family Toyota. Family Toyota is a car dealership owned and operated by a great family who personally I have known for the past couple of years and they've been great to me and my family. They have two convenient locations, one in Arlington and also one in Burleson, that they have over 800, let me say that again, 800 new and used vehicles to choose from. They guarantee, guarantee their lowest price, and you can always count on them to offer competitive pricing and an honest, straightforward approach when it comes to buying or servicing your vehicle. You can get more for your trade at Family Tours and also... Get paid in cash. Receive a complimentary car wash when you service your vehicle at Family Toyota. It is also pet friendly. Like, what's not better than going to find a car and having your pet with you? They are awarded Dealer Raiders Consumer Satisfaction Award and also a Car Guru's Top Rated Dealer in 2020. Plus, every pre-owned vehicle is family certified with a 120-point inspection and also has a three-day money-back guarantee and a two-month, 2,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. For sure, go see your dealer for more details on this disclaimer. So yeah, again, it is Family Toyota 
with two locations in Arlington and also Burleson. I'll have the locations on screen for sure so you can see which one is closest to you. They are fantastic people. I can't stress that enough. Fantastic. And they have helped my friends and I over the years, and they're just great people. So for sure, go check out Family Toyota in Arlington and Burleson. Great people, and they help great causes like this podcast. So I really want to appreciate them for sure. Yes, let's get started. Taps Division 3, uh, Texas Private School Podcast Awards. And we'll start off with uh, Taps Division 3 Coach of the Year. And here are the nominees. And the TAPS Division Three Coach of the Year is Chris Hogan from Cypress Christian. The former D2 state champion moves down a division and does the exact same thing. The man can win at any level. The next award is the TAPS Division Three Newcomer of the Year. And here are the nominees. And the, and the TAPS Division Three Texas Private School Podcast Newcomer of the Year is Caleb Mathis from Grace Prep. Racking in 722 yards and 10 touchdowns, Mathis burst onto the scene and helped Grace Prep run through their regular season. Absolute stud this year. And the TAPS Division Three Underclassman of the Year is Caden LeHue from Grace Prep. The Lions sophomore had 700 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns and is undoubtedly one of the best young talents in TAPS. The next award is the Quarterback of the Year for TAPS Division Three, and here are the nominees. The TAPS Division Three Quarterback of the Year is Jalen Talston from Grace Prep. The D3 passing champion was an integral part of the line's success this season, throwing for 2,600 yards and almost 40 touchdowns. The next award is the Division Three TAPS Running Back of the Year. And here are the nominees. The TAPS Division Three Running Back of the Year is Marcus Ramon Edwards from TCS Lubbock. The Texas Tech commit was a monster the entire year. He put his entire he put his team on his back and led TCS to a state title game, where even in a loss, he was a freak. 
And the next award is the receiver of the year in TAPS Division Three. And here are the nominees. Taps Division Three Receiver of the Year award goes to Carson Leatherwood from Lubbock Christian. The LC Phenom had a thousand yards and eleven TDs and proved himself among some of the best pass catchers in the state. The next award is the Defensive Back of the Year in Taps Division Three, and here are the nominees. Tabs Division Three Defensive Back of the Year is Jackson Owen from Cypress Christian. The Cypress Christian DB had his island on lock throughout the season and was a key piece to the Warriors title run with 10 interceptions on the season. The next award is the Tabs D3 Linebacker of the Year. And here are the nominees. The TAPS D3 Linebacker of the Year is Griffin Fisk from Cypress Christian. He was the kingpin of the champion Warriors front seven. The next award is the Offensive Lineman of the Year in TAPS Division Three, And here are the nominees. Taps Division Three Offensive Lineman of the Year is Jake Morin from Cypress Christian. He's a state champion who's committed to OBU and has a future laid, laid down for success. The next award is the Taps Division Three Defensive Lineman of the Year, and here are the nominees. Taps Division Three Lineman of the Year is Amir Ali from San Antonio Holy Cross. With 19 tackles for loss and five sacks, the San Antonio Holy Cross product made his presence felt the entire year. The next award is the Taps Division Three Special Teams Player of the Year, and here are the nominees. TAPS Division Three Special Teams Player of the Year Award goes to Adam Atwell from Bay Area Christian. The SNU commit had a heck of a year with his leg, 
proving a weapon for his Bay Area squad and wins back-to-back special team awards for D3. And the next award is the Offensive Player of the Year Award for TAPS Division Three. And here are the nominees. And the TAPS Division Three Offensive Player of the Year Award from the Texas Private School Podcast goes to Bax Townsend from Lubbock Christian. With roughly 3,650 yards of total offense, the LC quarterback was an absolute weapon this year, unstoppable on every front. Had an absolutely great year for Lubbock Christian. The next award is the Defensive Player of the Year Award in TAPS Division Three, And here are the nominees. The TAPS Division Three Player of the Year from the Texas Private School Podcast is Zach Anthony from TCS Lubbock. He had 147 tackles on the year and proved himself to be the most dominant defensive athlete in all of TAPS Division Three. Well done for Zach this year. And the TAPS Division Three MVP is the next award, and here are the nominees. And the TAPS Division III MVP, according to the Texas Private School Podcast, is Enow Etta from Covenant Christian. Submitting one of the best seasons we've seen from a defensive lineman, Etta clocked out at 124 tackles, 40 and a half tackles for loss, and 22 and a half sacks. The numbers speak louder than any words can. He's a freak. And the Hart Award, and we have for TAPS Division III, according to the Texas Private School Podcast, is Christian Wells from Covenant Christian. How could it not be? (laughs) Mr. Covenant did everything the Cougars needed. He played almost every position on the field and left every ounce of his heart and soul on the gridiron. I know we had multiple talks with each other talking about where to put this kid because he just played every position and it didn't, we didn't really know where he fit in, but Christian Wells, heck of a season, put his heart on the line for the Covenant Christian. And that will wrap up all of our Division Three awards. Congratulations to everyone in TAPS D3 that took home the hardware. Now we move into TAPS Division Four. Walker, if you would like to kick us off. All right. Going to the TAPS Division Four. Uh, we started out with Coach of the Year, and here are the nominees. And the winner of Coach of the Year for TAPS Division 4 is Jake Wagsmith from Shiner St. Paul. 
I mean, who else could it be? The king of Division Four reigns another year, capturing his fourth straight title. Going into the next award, we have the Texas Private School Podcast Taps Division Four Newcomer of the Year, and here are the nominees. Taps Division Four Newcomer of the Year is Ezra Jackson from Weatherford Christian. He came into Weatherford Christian this year, and with nearly 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns, Jackson led the Lions on the ground and was a terror for the front sevens all season. Going to the Underclassman of the Year Award here are the nominees. And the underclassman of the year for TAPS Division Four is Ryan Swarinski from Munster Sacred Heart. The younger Swarinski is a weapon for Sacred Heart, a quarterback, and is the best young talent in the division. Excited to see him progress over the next couple of years. Going to the next award, we have the quarterback of the year for TAPS Division Four, and here are the nominees. The winner of the quarterback of the year for Taps Division 4 is Austin Kutak from Hallettsville Sacred Heart. The senior slinger was impressive with 1,700 total yards and 24 total touchdowns for Sacred Heart, establishing himself as the best quarterback in the division. Going to the next award, we have the running back of the year for Taps Division 4, and here are the nominees. The running back of the year for TAPS Division 4 is Seth Swarinski from Munster Sacred Heart. The elder Swarinski was unstoppable on the ground this year, leading Sacred Heart to a TAPS Division 4 state title game appearance. Going to the TAPS Division 4 receiver of the year, here are the nominees. And the winner of the receiver of the year for TAPS Division 4 is Hayden Tillery from Brazos Christian. With 800 yards and 13 touchdowns, the Eagle wideout was outstanding on the season. Easily one of the best to do it this season. Going to the next position, we have defensive back of the year for TAPS Division 4. And here are the nominees.
And the TAPS Division Four Defensive Back of the Year goes to Noah Bedeker from Shiner St. Paul. The Shiner St. Paul standout never lost the state title is one of the pivotal components that led St. Paul to their fourth straight title. Let's look at the Texas Private School Podcast Linebacker of the Year for TAPS Division Four. Here are the nominees. The linebacker of the year for TAPS Division 4 is Blake Hyde from Weatherford Christian. The Weatherford Freak had 137 tackles, 15 tackles floss, reigning terror against every team the Lions faced. Looking at the next category, we have Offensive Lineman of the Year for TAPS Division 4, and here are the nominees. And the winner of the Offensive Lineman of the Year for TAPS Division 4 is Jackson Bush from Tomball Rose Hill Christian. Tremendous footwork and was an all-greater Houston player, sensational player, and wishing him best in college. And let's look now at the TAPS Division 4 Defensive Lineman of the Year, and here are the nominees. And the winner of the defensive lineman for TAPS Division 4 is Elliot Peters from Shiner St. Paul. Peters was a monster defensively for the state champion Cardinals. Also played a little bit of offense as well. Was great there, but a standout on the defensive side of the ball this year with one more year to play. Let's now look at the TAPS Division 4 special teams player of the year. And here are the nominees. The TAPS Division Four Special Teams Player of the Year goes to Nicholas Angerstein from Hallettsville Sacred Heart. The Sacred Heart kicker has a boot on him, man. and was undoubtedly one of the best in the state. Congratulations to him. Going into the bigger awards, we start out with Offensive Player of the Year for TAPS Division Four, and here are the nominees. And the TAPS Division 4 Offensive Player of the Year for the Texas Private School Podcast is Zach Johnson from Shiner St. Paul, the living legend, man. The D4 Prince carries his team to a fourth consecutive state title, delivering incredible performances day in and day out. Congratulations to the legend himself. And moving on to the Defensive Player of the Year for TAPS Division 4, here are the nominees. 
Texas Private School Podcast Defensive Player of the Year for Taps Division 4 goes to Stryker Gay from Brazos Christian. The Brazos Christian linebacker was a heat-seeking missile this year. He put up 146 tackles and 25 tackles for loss and was an absolute monster for the Eagles squad. Congratulations to him. Now, to the big award, we have the Taps Division 4 MVP. Here are the nominees. And the Texas Private School Podcast taps Division Four Most Valuable Player goes to Levi Hancock from Brazos Christian. The best overall player in the division, the hometown hero, threw for over 2,000 yards and 32 touchdowns and will join the Aggies roster this fall. Congratulations to the hometown kid. Now, going into the Hart Award for taps Division Four, and it was a no-brainer for us and Noah Bedeker from Shiner St. Paul. Um, when you just describe just energy, effort, discipline, you think about this kid. And what's kind of sold us the deal is we had kids from his own high school come and request him for how much work he puts in. And I want to say, I want to say a quote that we got from one of his teammates about his ability and effort he puts in day in, day out. Talking about being a warrior. He defines it. He works his butt off, and obviously, after missing a lot of last year, he was ready to play at a high level this year, and you saw it week in and week out for him. Um, so congratulations to Noah Budaker. And that will conclude our TAPS Division Four and all of TAPS individual awards. Congratulations to everyone that won. Now we will get into the Southwest Preparatory Conference where Ryan will introduce the SPC nominees and award winners. Ryan, take it away. And the first award is the Coach of the Year for the SPC, and here are the nominees. The Texas Private School Podcast SBC Coach of the Year is Eric DeHaven from the John Cooper School. He led John Cooper School to an SBC state title and a perfect district district record. I'm telling you right now, from the faces of those kids, they love that man, and they really um, saw him as a leader for their team. The next award is the Newcomer Award, and here are the nominees. The Texas Private School Podcast SBC Newcomer of the Year is Cole Allen from Houston St. John's. The freshman had 450 receiving yards and six touchdowns in seven games and will definitely be a weapon on the Mavs for years to come. The next award is the Underclassman of the Year Award, and here are the nominees.
The SPC Underclass of the Year Award for the Tech Private School Podcast is David Capobianco from Houston Kincaid. The sophomore threw for 1,900 yards and 26 touchdowns en route to a Kincaid State title. Look out for the kid in the next two years. The next award is the Quarterback of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. Texas Private School Podcast SBC Quarterback of the Year Award goes to Patrick Burke from Episcopal School of Dallas. The ESD Field General threw for 1,900 yards and 29 touchdowns while completing a perfect regular season for the Eagles. He was an absolute stud for ESD in the championship as well. The next award is the Running Back of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. The Texas Private School Podcast SBC Running Back of the Year Award goes to Jackson Pierce from the John Cooper School. Described as a bowling ball, the senior was tremendous all season on the ground. No one in SBC could contain him, and no one contained him in that championship game either. The next award is the Receiver of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. The Texas Private School Podcast SBC Receiver of the Year Award goes to Connor Duffy from Dallas St. Mark's. The senior wideout was a tremendous asset for the St. Mark's team and was virtually unguardable on the year. Absolute stud for St. Mark's. The next award is the Defensive Back of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. The Texas Private School Podcast SPC Defensive Back Award goes to Will Young from the John Cooper School. The John Cooper School Defensive Back was the best in the business, locking up everything that came his way. The next award is the Linebacker of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. Texas Private School Podcast SBC Linebacker of the Year Award goes to Alex Lasad from Houston Kincaid. The SBC 4AC champion had a special year in his linebacker role, stuffing runs as well as applying pressure on the backfields. The next award is the Offensive Lineman of the Year Award, and here are the nominees.
Texas Private School Podcast, SBC Offensive Line of the Year award goes to Carter Daly from Fort Worth Country Day. He's 6'7", and he's going to Harvard. Absolute stud this year, and I bet he's going to be a stud at Harvard as well. The next award is the Defensive Lineman of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. Text Private School Podcast SBC Defensive Lineman of the Year Award goes to Gamble Reeve from the John Cooper School. The JCS Swiss Army Knife had a stellar season off the edge and ended his career as state champion. The next award is a Special Teams Player of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. Texas Private School Podcast SBC Special Teams Player of the Year Award goes to Caden Perry from Houston St. John's. The Chris Taylor product had a fantastic year for St. John's, as steady as they come with a rocket on his leg. The next year of awards start now, and with the Offensive Player of the Year, here are the nominees. SBC Texas Private School Podcast Offensive Player of the Year Award goes to Vaughn McKeever from John Cooper School. The Dragons gunslinger had a masterful control of the offense this season and took his school all the way to state. The next award is the Defensive Player of the Year Award, and here are the nominees. Texas Private School Podcast SBC Defensive Player of the Year Award goes to Chase Kennedy from Episcopal School of Dallas. The Utah commit wrecked havoc all year on backfields and is head and shoulders above the competition in his class. Absolute stud. And the next award is the SBC 4A and 3A MVP. And here are the nominees. And the Texas Private School Podcast SBC 4A and 3A MVP is Dylan Bell from Houston Kincaid. The Georgia commit is an absolute weapon and far and away the best player in the SBC. No competition, absolute stud Dylan Bell, and we hope to see success next year at Georgia. And the final award is the Hart Award, and who other guy to give it to than Jackson Pierce from the John Cooper School. He embodies everything you love to see in the game, He's a tough player, and he really put it all out on his team in the state championship, which is exactly what you want from your hard award player. 
Jackson Pierce, congratulations. And that will wrap up all of our individual awards for TAPS all the way through SPC. Yet again, congratulations to everyone taking home an award. Um, I hope yet again that that this brings you as much joy as it brings us. We have a great time doing it every year. However, that does not mean we are completely finished. We still have our superlative awards to give out. So without further ado, let's get into those. The first being the large school coach of the year. Here are your nominees. The overall Texas Private School Podcast Large School Coach of the Year, Daniel Novikov of Parish Episcopal. I mean, how can you make any other argument? The man has a three-peat. He's essentially set the standard in Division One, and he now owns that division. Daniel Novikov is the standard in Division One, and congratulations to him and his parish team. Daniel Novikov is your Coach of the Year. Now going to the overall small school coach of the year, here are your nominees. And the Texas Private School Podcast Small School Coach of the Year is Eric DeHaven of the John Cooper School. I mean, he is the absolute definition of a player's coach. And not only that, he's a winner in a state championship, took the Dragons to a 3A state championship. Whenever I got to watch him, it was it was so fun to see their offense and the way that team is led. You can tell they have an incredible captain of the ship and coach DeHaven is just that congratulations to him and the entire John Cooper school. Now we transition to the player side of the awards, starting with the nominees for the large school, most valuable player. In the Texas Private School Podcast, large school MVP, Andrew Paul of Parish Episcopal. The Georgia signee had over 2,600 yards and 41 touchdowns and a sensational year for Parish Episcopal, leading them to their third straight state championship. Seeing him from game one to the last game, we were impressed wire to wire for the Parish standout. So congratulations to Andrew Paul, your large school most valuable player. And last but certainly not least, we have your small school most valuable player. Here are your nominees.
And finally, your Texas private school podcast, small school, most valuable player, Enow Etta of Covenant Christian. You know, according to 24-7, Etta is a top 60 player in the country and top 15 defensive lineman, and boy, he played like it in TAPS Division Three this year. We already read the stats. I have to read them again just to show you how dominant he was. 124 total tackles, 40 and a half tackles for loss, and 22 and a half sacks. There was no one stopping here this entire year, and you see why, because the likes of Alabama, LSU, and Michigan have all offered Etta. He is a fantastic player and the clear-cut choice for the most valuable player in the small schools. Congratulations, Enow Etta. So with that being said, it's kind of surreal to say, but that is the end of your Texas private school podcast award show. Um, I cannot, and I know both of y'all just breathe a sigh of relief. I cannot explain how big of a task this is for us to take on every year. I know I've said that like 13 times, but it's just that true, but it's, I can't explain the happiness it gives us to be able to produce this. I mean, Walker, do you want to have any, any parting thoughts on what the award show means to you and just your thoughts on us finally getting through it? Man, it, it means a lot because like we put a lot of effort into this and I think seeing like last year, seeing the guys open up those awards and seeing them be like, Oh, this is sick. Like this is, (laughs) this is actually so cool. And have people being like, no, nah, this is not like a typical award. This is actually like really, really cool. And seeing his buddies hype him up and stuff like that. That's that's the best feeling in the world, seeing all these guys do that, man. It really is. Um, I, I, I love it. You know, we're, we're doing more this year and you'll see them when we start posting them, tweeting them out and going all over the place. But like, I know from the bottom of my heart, it's an honor doing it like that. It's sick, man. Like, that's sick. Like, the fact that we hang them up in our college dorms and we don't even play sports, like, mine's, oh, of course, mine, you can't see mine, but, like, right there. I mean, it's something, it's something I'm legitimately proud to have attached to our name. It's not a cheap yeah. piece of plastic. This is, oh, no. This is industrial grade metal. Like, it's, no. it's sick, and it's a cool decoration. You can have it in your dorm room or back at home for these guys who are going to go off to college and be like, hey, I don't want something that's, like, you know, just a typical high school award. I want something that has my name and looks sick. And that's why we did them like this. And we're going to do them even better this year. And you'll see it in a couple, uh, you know, in a couple months that we're handing them out. But man, like it's an honor that we're able to do this and people fund this show. Uh, thank you again for sponsors for doing this. And we'll say more about that later, but like it, it's, it's, tr- it's truly an honor. Like, coming from private school, knowing the recognition y'all don't really get a lot from media and being a source that we can do like, Hey, we know the struggles we y'all went through. We know the pride you have in your school. We know how much the game that you put out this year was impressive and stellar. And we want to honor that. Um, So we just thank you for doing the stuff so we can honor you. Basically. I mean, that's really how it is. There's no, nothing, not a better time than going to the state championships with all of us three and being like, look at the guys just ball out and seeing the performances this year. You know, Wes always talked about how, how dominant Andrew Paul was when he watched him against no one watching just athletic ability. Some weeks is so much fun to watch 
watching the legends down in St. Paul go off every time, watching Zach Johnson, Bedeker, and Coach Waxmith lead those guys, uh, going to the SBC championships, Ryan, you know, watching Chase Kennedy dominate, watching Von McKeever go and throw some bombs. Like, that's what you love, and that's what we love doing. So, I mean, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to actually hand these awards to y'all. Well, if you have won something, yeah, I guess I'll do like the actual like smart, smart side of this. If you have won something, please reach out, and we'll probably when the, when the awards get finishing done, we'll find a time to come down and hand them to you personally, or we'll ship them through the mail and we'll get that sorted out. But um, that's right now. That's how we're gonna do it and how we did it last year because we don't want to say we can if we can go you know drive down there to Houston or you know something like that. Maybe the Lubbocks will have the mail, but like. If we can see you in person, we'll, we would love to do that. So I was going to say, Lubbock boys, I love you. I'm not driving seven hours to deliver it. Uh, that's what we got UPS for. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I delivered one of the Lubbock kids to their doorstep last year. That's only because I was in Lubbock for uh, an unrelated event. But I mean, just to piggyback off what you said, I'm not trying to throw stray shots at the town of Giddings, but there's only one reason that you would find me in, in Giddings, Texas on a given Friday night, and that's to watch Taps Division Four football in the semifinals and also the D2 semifinals. But it just goes to show, like, this is the first full year we got to do this. Remember, last year we only started in at the end of uh, November. Yeah, it was like, like it was two, during it, the playoffs. Yeah, it was like the quarterfinal or the regionals round of the playoffs. So yeah, we had we didn't two even, weeks. We didn't even we had two weeks of a season. This year we had an entire slate of a regular season as well as the playoffs. And I cannot be more proud of what we put out and what it all came to. I I've already said a lot, so I'll keep it short, but I'm very, very excited for what's to come, but I'm very, very grateful for what we've already been able to do. Ryan, uh, leave us with your parting shots and we'll, we'll let the people go. I'm super excited for the, for the fact that we've gone through another season and I cannot wait till next year. Fall is going to be just another amazing time. I can't wait to go back home and see more games and just be a part of everything again this year. It was such a cool experience. Walker and Wes, I am super grateful for meeting y'all and I can't wait to do this again next year. A full season under our belt is just the beginning for us. And we hope to have many full seasons down the line. Um, I'll tell you right now that this this podcast is something that, you know, I really strive to make amazing. And, and I know you all do as well. Um, and honestly, we just we, after all this effort we put into it, I, I'm glad to see that the, the production that's been going into this is just going for something great. So I'm super excited to see how all this turns out. And uh, I can't wait. I, I'm going to try to come on the school tour this year because I missed out on a little bit that year last year. But that was awesome. No, without question. I mean, I, I can't wait to to get all these delivered and go go shake hands and meet everyone again. Um, I enjoyed my leg of the school tour last year. Hopefully we can all we can all efficiently get these given out and meet some of you this year. But barring any final comments from either of you, that actually concludes this award show episode. So as I, always, I, go on. same time next week, guys. Right. Let's want to redo oh. this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's actually come up with a whole new list and a whole new <laughs> amount of player. Um, hey, it's school tour time, baby. I'm oh, ecstatic, <laughs> but hey, well, yeah, we'll, we'll do, we're going to do seven on seven events. If you want us there, we'll be there. So hit us up. We had people from San Antonio at the basketball state championships be like, Hey, come, come to our city. We're like, we'll be there. So as we said last year, if you want us there, we'll be there. 
So, but yeah, right, uh, Wes, let's end it off there. So, with that being said, I have been one third of your hosting crew, Wes Tollison. Walker Lott and Ryan Schroeder have fantastically been themselves. We will see you in the next episode. See you later. Three, two, one. Here we go.